Welcome back, folks, to Occultist Anonymous and our Numenera campaign, Rising Helix. This is episode two. We like tricks better. Hey, everybody. Um, thanks again for coming back to watch us play role-playing games. We are Occultist Anonymous. We play many things. Right now, we're on second session two of our Numenera campaign in the Cypher system made by Monty Cook Games, a system I'm incredibly fond of. Uh, it's a tremendous delight and privilege to be able to play games and have people watch and interact with us. And uh, as you all likely know, uh, if you aren't first-time watchers or subscribers, we like to call out to the people who so kindly support us through Patreon. But in addition to their support, we uh, get support from Roll20. We very much like that and from all the people we know in life. So, without further ado, those people who are so generous are Adele, Ethan Alice the Mad, Al, Alexander Williams, Alzerit. Benjamin is an awesome name, I swear. It is indeed an awesome name. Bernie, <coughs> Buck Gregory, Chris Hanforth, and Forth. Deeper, Doc, Emil, Fuse82, George, James Winfield, Jason Vines, John Fitzgerald, John Hall, Josh Drew, Camo, Cat Feathers, Klaus, Long Live the Queen, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Other Guy, Perry, Fug, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, John Kelleher, Exara, Taryn Stevens, The Cha Cha Schism, Thomas Vogel, Toast, Vortex Falcon 00, Why Gender When You Can Serve the Iron Pyramid, and Zoltan Kameni. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. I, a and lot I would to like to unpack that name. <laughs> I know. There's a lot to unpack in that name. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's great. I would like to remind you all that if you want me to read something weird or funny, right, in a particular voice, you can send a message ahead of time, you can edit the names, or you can surprise me. It's entirely up to you. Oh, honey. I'll put the don't encourage this behavior, Ralph. Do it, whatever you want to do. Well, hey, Perry said don't threaten people with a good time, so I won't threaten. I'll promise a good time. I think that's the way to do it. Say whatever you want in whatever voice you ask. Yes, exactly. That's right. <clears throat> don't get us I'm bringing like Twitch, that stupid please. Cockney accent from Blaze in the Dark if you want to. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So <laughs> with that done, thanks, everyone. Really excited to play. Uh, our last session involved some hijinks of a kind that I would love to hear one of you describe in a recap for people, or I'm happy to do that if you'd prefer. There, there was something about a cyber arm, and I still haven't got my hands on it. I'm just saying, like, at some point <laughs> or another, uh, uh, Reuven just needs to needs to pass it over. Just like, mm. just saying, man. Mm -hmm. We're helping um, a dog find a priest. Yeah. Mm. A talking dog. Or, well, okay. or the dog is a priest. The dog might be a priest. <laughs> it yeah, definitely sounds on? like the dog That's is the not a priest. Theory. The dog That's is the, a priest. That is the working theory for one of our members. <laughs> well, to be fair, that member is the one with formal education in True. the Aeon Priests. <laughs> so, <laughs> who are you going to believe? I'm something of an authority on this matter, okay? <laughs> exactly. Um, and by this matter, I mean dogs. Yeah, and technically, <laughs> I should clarify: it was it's not a talking dog; it's a dog with a collar that translates 
I guess it translates dog. Yeah, that thoughts to into speech because I don't think it's necessarily barking and speaking at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. So that's right. So we are messing with the dog. There's a cybernetic arm. So the last session started with you all at Hakon's Bazaar. This one year event on the eve of Serio's conjunction. You were watching it, doing cool stuff. This th- place is known as the Pickpockets Olympics. Our great Jack was successful in nabbing something from someone distracted while you're all watching his parade. During the parade, a giant gray dog leapt out from a group, a pack of people, and ripped the cybernetic arm off of Hakon, the proprietor of the bazaar. You chased the dog through the bazaar. Uh, Reuven was successful in initially communicating with the dog, and then Vet was able to telepathically communicate with the dog and sense its emotions. You all together followed the dog into a cave, started communicating with it. You fixed the collar, which indeed enabled it to communicate with you by vocalizing its thoughts. It opened its mouth and words appeared, right? You heard words. And then while you were doing that, four of Hakon's constables tracked the arm to the cave. You wiped the floor with them. Just, Just one, to be fair. Sure, fair enough. <laughs> you physically dispatched one summarily, and the others decided to I hope. choose the better part of valor and leave. We're encouraged yes. to go. <laughs> strongly encouraged. <laughs> they didn't have to encourage them that much strongly. <laughs> I just yeah, yelled at them while shooting sparks into the sky and they ran. I don't I don't know why. That's right. That I owed them last. You all were our super intimidating. So that's that's where you are. You're in this cave. Um, you had told the dog. and Oh, you you learned his name at the end of the session, which is Good Boy. So the dog's name is Good Boy. And Good Boy is hiding in some part of the cave. How's it spelled? G-O-O-D-B-O-I. Good Boy. Good Boy. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's where you are. At the I'll New Orleans Bois. That's right. <laughs> W-E-B, good boy. Um, trying to remember, because we had a power source, the uh, Tronic Amber, that was in mm-hmm. the device, which was currently removed. I think Ruben has that. And then yeah, we have the big, big old chunk that uh vet has mm-hmm. um yeah so i think at this point Faye is going to bring up if they could track the arm we probably should leave and since we are trying to track this aeon priest that sounds like a good direction to go and once we're moving you can pass the arm over you have to ask the um, dog. Ask a boy. That's that's right. We established that it could be used to track some. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we don't actually know that it's... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what you learned last time through communication with good boy is that good boy um, has some association with an Aeon priest named Elkana. Good boy didn't mention that Elkana was an Aeon priest, but Reuven knew recognized the name mm-hmm. and remembered that Elkana was heard of coming to this place at some point in the past. 
And when you offer to take the arm away, good boy just um, <clears throat> emphasized that he needs the arm in order to find Elkana right. somehow. But he's a dog, so right. uh, how do you make sense of that? You also asked if Elkana's a good or bad person, but the dog is kind of confused. Like, I don't know what you mean. I right? didn't ask if they're good or bad. I asked if bad people tried to hurt Elkana. Oh, that's right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That was a specific question. You I would had. never imply that a dog's master is bad to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I was taking that dog from the master. <laughs> All right. There we go. Um, but we, we did establish, I did establish with a role, like, I could use a function of this arm to track something. Yes. Yeah, just that we would need time to, you need time to figure out how to make it do that. Right. Yeah, and you weren't sure what, just that it is connected to something. Okay. Yeah, it I was really if you, that. I think the specific one, you succeeded enough that it was like, if you take the time, you can figure out everything it does. Yes, okay. that's right. Exactly. Um, you knew that, hey, um, it uh, had a number of functions, one of which is it's <laughs> a tracking function. You might assume that that might be connected to your experience you have with the constables, right. but you aren't entirely sure yet because you haven't checked the arm again. Right. right. But I think I think that's the information. Oh, you also learned that Tronic Amber, or you knew, you remembered that Tronic Amber has stellar properties. It's somehow like said to be or known to be associated with stars. Cool. Um, how long is some time to figure out? Oh, gotcha. I think um, if you had like a work day, considering oh, your right. aptitude, cool. yeah, like eight hours or something like that, because you need like, to slowly not do like stuff. String it up to the back of uh, phase pack and work on it as I'm walking. Hmm. I bet you could learn a considerable number of things, but for a lot of it, you're going to want to take it apart, right? And especially in like a dusty place like this, right, I right, bet. Right. You'd prefer not to do that. Um, in that case. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and I should mention, when you went back to find Good Boy, Good Boy seemed to have, like, nestled himself in a small, like, corridor, crevasse, yeah. or something like that at the back of the cave. Um, and after he came out, those of you who were closer noticed that there was some kind of, like, air movement or something coming from it. Whereas when you first went in the cave, it seemed like it was completely blind. Mm -hmm. You go in and that's it, right? There's an entrance, but there's no other ways to get through. But it's, it's a kind of small spot, you know? Dogs can sometimes get in the small places they're not supposed to be. I love that good boys are a lot like my daughter's dog. If they really like you, you can look at their favorite toy. You can never touch it, but you can look <laughs> at it. And good boys are the same way with the arm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, okay, so we're all back in the cave. We've noticed that there's maybe a, a, a small opening else out in a different direction or something. Mm -hmm. Or another section of chamber or something like that. Could be, um, yeah. Does anyone want to explore that? Are you not giving up the arm? And oh, sorry, you know, Faye says this to the dog, but is looking <laughs> at Rufin. 
It's like, are you really letting a dog boss us around? For now. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, I'll go check out the spot. I feel like I might be able to fit into it better than most of you guys. I have a backpack. I don't fit nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might fit if you didn't have that, but you do, so... I don't understand the question. You expect him to do the like cave diving thing where he takes off his pack and slides it through and <laughs> holds his breath for 15 seconds. No. No. <laughs> We're turning this game into the descent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I just sort of try to slip through the back of the place and see what I can find? Okay. So uh, as you approach the crevasse that... Um, Good boy was able to fit inside. Good boy is a large dog, but was fitting kind of snugly. You observe that if you didn't have anything on you, you could probably slip through. It might be a little hard. You might get a little scuffed, um, but with sufficient deafness, you'd probably fit through. Mm -hmm. um, so it would be a dexterity five. Or sorry. A level five speed task to get through the the opening okay could my um skill in sneaking apply i'm used to slipping through little places yes while she's putting that together can i ask a question absolutely given the average galloping velocity of a riding lizard mm -hmm. uh, how much time would it take for a riding lizard to get from here to the city and back Ooh, I see. So where did they come from? Stuff like that, right? Oh, I figure I know where they where came did from. They go. Not <laughs> <Where> <laughs> they come from. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm expecting that there's going to be a, a much larger number of riding lizards coming back here fairly shortly, but I just want to get an idea how much time that is. I, I think you're right about that. So, uh, and I, I saw that you succeeded hey. on, on, on the lowered to uh, level four. Uh, so, uh, Craig, you when the first time you noticed them in the distance, they were about 15 minutes away from you. So you anticipate that it's going to take about 15 minutes at least to or you believe that you have <clears throat> at a minimum a half an hour until others will be back here unless okay. somehow they're able to, you know, hard ride the lizards or sure. they have a vehicle that moves faster than a riding lizard or mm -hmm. who knows maybe there's someone in the area but a reasonable assumption is some exclamation explanations and stuff like that so there's some padding but probably about a half an hour till we have more visitors yes yeah, oh. so you can be reasonably confident that you have at least a half an hour okay yep and uh so yeah uh vet succeeds in getting into the opening that's uh, very skillful at doing this kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, you are now in a narrow passageway that is very faintly lit by the light coming in from the entrance to the cave. And it looks like it stretches. Mm, oh, yeah, range bands. So it looks like it stretches long distance. So you're in what looks like a kind of a narrow tunnel. It's not so small that you would get trapped, but. Um, you could wiggle your way through, but you'd probably be wiggling for about 100 feet. Uh, I want to sort of, like, poke my head out and ask 
the other folks, can I borrow one of the globes from somebody that has one? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have one. Or no, we have, explorers pack, we have two, so... <laughs> you guys have the good ones, yeah, that don't go out. The major, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, good. I'll take... Un- undo my necklace and pass over this, this <laughs> gift of um, the, the light of the river. Yeah, but... Don't have a name for it, but you know, it was it was an extra long quest that Riven went on and and like this is a very important artifact. I need you to take care of it, but I trust you with it. Okay. So yeah, I'll I'm carrying it like a lantern or like a sensor. The question I was gonna ask Ash is, do you want to get any help from your trash griffin? Uh yeah, I guess he could go on ahead of me and sort of um I mean, it takes um, a spin to actually, like, link up with it. True. And my pools are looking kind of low. Mm, well, I guess I still okay. have 10 for int because I rested. It's entirely um, up to you. You don't have to, though. You, you you can be reasonably confident. You can probably get through, especially with the glow globe, being able to see. It doesn't look like there are any obstructions in the path. Was yeah, I think true? I'm just going to go for it for myself right now. I can answer the question good. myself. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, how much How much does it cost to link up? For you, Ash, when you do that, I think it's two. Oh, okay. Because as I say, because you do have one edge, so if it was only cost one, it's actually free for you because of your edge. But if it's two, never mind. Might not have edge and intellect. She she has one. That's what I was checking. Oh. Um. Okay. So while she's doing that, I know tele- telepathic is only one. Yeah, so you can do it for yeah. free. Because if you're Link Census, yeah, I think it lasts it lasts for too. ten minutes. Yeah, that's just communicating with it, not like sharing the senses. Yeah, that one costs two. Right. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah, I'm just gonna slip through, holding the little light out ahead of me and seeing where it goes. All right. So as she's uh, going into the cave, mm-hmm. um, Blaze will just say. Uh, Spelunking and all that stuff is all fine, but we're going to have more company in about 25 minutes. And then goes over to stand guard by the door, or by the entrance of the gate. Alright, so um, were you going to ask something, Chris? I was going to say, I'm going to attempt to convince Good Boy to let us carry the arm for him while we all go together to look. Ah, okay. Elkana. And okay, the, cool. the argument I will use, the the reason why it is not steel, is that he's faster than us. So if we try to steal, he will catch us. Hmm. All right. So you're going to lie to the dog? No. <laughs> I'm only fast if I want to be fast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I'm specifically not lying. Like it's very it's uh so the dog, as mentioned before, like influencing it is difficult. It's level four dog, right? Okay. In this context. Um it really wants to keep this arm. Mm-hmm. So that raises the difficulty to level six. However, okay. you have an asset because the dog trusts Reuven. Okay. So back down and to then, five. Yep. And so it's five, and then you can um, approach it any other way you'd like. 
including um, many of the things you've used before. So I'm going to use my training with plants and animals. Works for me. And apply an effort. Cool. And I have failed. Oh. Well. Rip. Yep. Not a one, though. Not a Not GM one. intrusion. Uh, so you do that, and the dog looks at you. Does it kind of look like he's listening to you? And then he looks like he wants to open his mouth to say something, but he's holding the arm in his mouth. So he squats down and puts the arm in his, uh, and puts his arm in the ground. He puts his paws in the arm and looks up at you and says, good boy, keep arm. Okay. Then when Jack, or when Bet gets back, we'll need to leave. We go together. You can keep arm. We go together. He looks, looks at you and says, help. Help. Help, good boy. And he wags his tail. All right, so our intrepid Jack Vet is crawling along this passage um, and uh, crawls 100 feet and emerges into, uh, I won't say stale air, but what smells like a, pa- a room that people haven't really been in very much, but there is air moving through it. So... If you, if it's reasonable for me to assume that you'd immediately then hold up the glow globe to try and look around. Yeah. Cool. You're in a room that is, you know, this is a cave, so it's not hollow. This is a, this seems like a natural opening as opposed to like a man-made opening. Uh, it is about 15 feet in diameter. So like a small bedroom or something like that, you know? Uh, and you see that there is an inscription on the far wall. Kind of faint. Uh, Yeah, I definitely want to go check it out and see if I can parse it. Okay, sounds good. What skill do you have in languages? I don't have any skill in languages. I'm good at... um... Assess danger, quality, importance, function, power. Mm-hmm. I see one more thing on your on your list too. Oh, that's an inability. I have okay. an inability at like <laughs> trivia. Oh, I see. Lore knowledge. L- lore knowledge, etc. It's oh. <laughs> it's that I'm good at figuring things out, but I'm bad at like just knowing stuff. I don't gotcha. have facts. Okay. Then, um, let's see. You have a choice here from my perspective, and I'm also happy to hear any other things you want to do with, with it. But if you walk up to this, um, it, it, it looks unfamiliar. Like, um, it's, I, I, I don't think it's a language you likely know. But um, you might be able to determine what the basic significance is of something left like this in a cave like this. Or you could try and, I don't know, figure out what it means. But that might be hard for you. 
Yeah, I think, um... Let's see what I'll... I don't have any of my stuff on me, do I? I had to leave, like, my pack behind. Yeah, in order to fit into the passage. Unless you wanted to drag it on a rope. Wasn't very far, though, so... Makes sense if you just left it at the end opening. Um, let me see how this works. Uh, we are a long range distance away, right? Yes, from them. Mm hmm. Does using um, an effort to activate my ability, can it make it go farther? Uh, not usually. Depends upon the ability. Okay, it says, like, if you apply effort to increase the duration... Okay, to fit the difficulty, like, to make it connect easier. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was saying, this is apparently minor effects are, like, increase the range. Yeah, exactly. If you got a 19 and you're trying to activate it, or a major, you definitely would be able to. Um... I'm going to yell down the path and see if I can get one of them to come closer, if they okay. could fit. Right. Faye walks to the front where Blaze is, pulls his pack down, sets it next to Blaze, just looks him in the eyes once and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he will never admit aloud that he's the only person that Faye trusts with his bag, but <laughs> <laughs> makes some comment under his breath about that was yelling for help. <laughs> because mm. yeah this is a thing that I don't think I can I don't have the skills to do it and I don't have the materials I would need to like copy it down and take it back out so sure. okay cool so yeah I will uh, army I, have... I also have yeah. a thing mm -hmm. uh, oh. I don't know what range it is but I have a telepathy implant Ooh. Ooh. if it works like the ability mm -hmm. it's only short range because my initial thought was, I'll just make a telepathic link and then, like, say to them what I'm seeing. Yeah, totally. Oh, I also close range, yeah. Yeah. I guess your implant might work with me. My abilities don't work on you. <laughs> I, I love that you guys set that up of, like, oh, yeah, this doesn't work. By the way, we actually have a loophole. Though yep. not intentional <laughs> at all. But it's uh, a cool choice. I like it. It was a speed check to... Speed test. That's right. right. Uh, what was mm -hmm. the difficulty? Level five. Level five. Can yep. I be, like, assisting? Because yeah. I've done it before. Help? Yeah. Hmm. I'm here with I... the, a light at the other end, like, trying to direct you through it, pointing out, like, any mm. tight squeeze or whatever. It's true. At oh, that, point, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm following the um, light at the end of the tunnel. I think... I... <laughs> I don't think following the light would help in this particular circumstance because it, it's a it's a challenge of physical dexterity. So, yeah, I was also thinking of being like. You might have other ciphers though that might help with that. I mean, I'm open to assets being used to help. I just don't think the light, specifically uh... following the light, would help. Ruben reaches over and mm -hmm. hands a uh, 
here's I, I like this one. It makes no sense. It's not from the game, right? Okay, it's just yeah. another cipher he's picked up, and uh, he sees uh, Faye getting ready to like struggle and climb in there. He goes, point your nose down exactly where you want to be. And then he slaps a slap bracelet on his wrist. <laughs> activating the teleporter. <laughs> what? <laughs> like the, the activation is it slaps, right? And so when it breaks the the uh -huh. like the, the band, uh yeah. the tension of it, it uh teleports a user up to a hundred times cipher level in feet to a location Fantastic. they can see. Mmm, cool. Yeah. So the glow globe in this case did help because yeah. he can see where he needs to teleport. Awesome. They arrive safely with their possessions. Ooh, fantastic. So we can, you can have your bag. Yeah. Well, you might <laughs> be able to get back out though. So no. <laughs> yeah. One way device. So yeah, probably not. I had that same thought as I like, wait. Let's say dig my way out. <laughs> I have light tools, so I have like a hammer and a chisel. Well, if I have my bag, I have it all. I can even make a magnetic seven minutes now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't designed like a self-carrying bag. <laughs> um, you, you I, all the, 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 in there. I have an automated cook <laughs> working, working, working my way up. Boston Dynamics robot from. Nine nine worlds ago. <laughs> yep. The miniature Howl's Castle. Yeah, that's right. Let's do it. Give me long enough. Love it. Um, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna direct you at the thing on the wall. Can you read it? Uh, I, sh I certainly can try. Um, the luggage. Yep. Uh, I do not have any particular skills in deciphering this, yeah. um, but I have a lot of intellect and edge, so I'm going to put a lot mm -hmm. of effort into it. Uh, what was the difficulty cool. on this? Six. Six. Okay. That's what the six was. Um, and do, 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 do. that's not going to help. 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 Okay. Nope. All right. Uh, in that case, I guess I will just roll. Nice. Minor effect. No problem. We got a minor effect. What do you want that minor effect to be? <clears throat> I know you know you don't know what's going on here yet, but um, what do you wanna what do you wanna offer me here? What are we uh, going for? Oh, sorry. I'm just subtracting my edge or uh cool real quick um hmm. uh actually that is a question um would it be possible to actually get a refund towards the cost spent on stuff and this is more of a generic question of like how hmm. the cypher system works is that a or is that more of a major effect because um, i know that sometimes is effectively that's a effectively asking major yeah, yeah. Um, it depends upon the situation. Uh, I say with a major effect, yeah, that is that is a standard thing that that comes. You can get a refund of the points you spent. With a minor effect, I'd probably say no. not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it, you get it really fast since time is. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Yeah. 
is the fact You're that just like, it just oh, it's this. Up. Yeah, come on. Yeah, of course I can read this. My mind was like, is it a magic text that's going to light up because you read it right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to connect the bands again, and all of a sudden the wall starts talking. You just add one little slash right here and then put the fissure in. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, for me, it's it's 100% just getting it quickly. We, we do have a cool. time constraint. Yeah. So this is what you get quickly. Um, you notice that um, uh, <clears throat> over time, uh, a rivulet of water has eroded a part of the message. And so it seems in hard to decipher but you you perceive that and you're able to restore that with like a sharp scratch based on where it is and it looks like a name name you might not see i don't know you can you you know exactly what this is what i mean is it's like you can remember this if i'm not going to require you to make an intellect test to remember this but the symbols or whatever it is it's it's a name. Um, so we haven't decided collectively about languages and how that works. So I'm in this particular context, considering how you travel around, I'm happy to assume that you know what a, like a um, common trade language might be in the region. And so for narrative ease, if it makes sense to you, we'll just say it's in that, that trade language. Okay. Does that, does that work for you, Drew? You like that? Yeah. Okay. So it's not the like common language that we've been talking, but it's is a region more regional thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's a trade language in Syrio, and you know this to be a miner's tongue. Mm-hmm. And the name is Gus. Like Gus was here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, besides that name that's scribbled in there, is there anything else yeah. that, well, especially if I'm trying to, you know, figure this out, is there any other markings or hmm. things that I might discover? I'll say upon seeing that that's the name and recognize it in the miner's tongue, local mm-hmm. miner's tongue. Uh, you look around. You think about the passage you both came through. Vet more deftly than you did. Uh, and the passage of water coming down it, right? You look up and you see, okay, maybe water comes through here. And you look around and you can tell that there is some abrasion that somebody occupied this space at some point in the past. For whatever length of time, it was more than once. It might have been a habitual thing, but you're not exactly sure when. Just that somebody had some stuff here. They were here. They probably wrote their name there. Whoever this Gus is. Interesting. Okay. Now, this doesn't help me make anything. (laughs) I mean, if I look around where the water is coming in, there's no way out right it's just like groundwater seepage uh not groundwater from the from the ceiling yeah it's not like i can't find a crack that is a creek that i can escape with oh yeah no not in this particular circumstance okay yeah 
So yeah, this this part is blind. The first first cave when you saw Good Boy hiding wasn't. But there was this room back and it has this name on the wall. And it looks like somebody hung out there at some point. Hmm. Okay. Noted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well Oh. If we need to, we could probably hide here because we only really found this spot because the dog knew it was here. It's true. Yeah, especially if we have to come back and figure out how we're going to return a borrowed cyber arm. It's not a bad little hidey hole. Okay, I do want to. Yeah, I'm going to follow you. Hunker <laughs> down here and let the other people come back, look for us, not find us, and leave. Or do we want to head out? Because we don't have mounts and they do. Oh, that's true. We could disappear and then move at the cover of night. That you are, um, you're a sneaky kind of person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait here while you sneak through and let everybody else know the plan. Oh, my bag. You can just shout. Yeah, they can hear us. <laughs> it's 100 yeah. feet. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you shout into the tube. Riven just goes, it's I can hear go. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're basically going to try to have this conversation with you guys through this through hole. The tunnel. Until yeah. we decide which way we want to go. Let me let me go see what Blaze thinks. Um, Riven walks up. Still doesn't quite know how to interact with Blaze, but like... Nobody does. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. What news from the world of talking dogs? Um, <laughs> not much new from the dog world, but um, Vet has floated the idea. Uh, there's a secret room back there, right? Um, Vet has floated the idea of hiding in the secret room until we have cover of darkness with which we may venture out. As we are being pursued by people with mounts and we have none. I have two questions. Mm -hmm. In the space beyond, is there enough room for four of us and a dog? Easily. Yeah. Yes. It's. Yeah. Is there a way to escape in case they push fire down the hole or poisonous gas? Or is there any escape from that space in the secret? No. Yeah. No. Then my vote would be to not put ourselves into a death trap. Yeah. I would rather go down swinging than be buried under I, a I would admit to having the same thought. <laughs> um, but by all means, let's get their opinion on the matter. Blaze said no, then I say no. Yeah, okay. Ruben's like at the head of the thing. Like, I, I don't like the idea of having to fight or get smoked out or something. Yeah, like if and the idea is they won't find us. Because we didn't find this hole and we searched the cave. It had a sneaky back entrance or a way out or any other that assets. That's what I was hoping for, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um So we're going to head out then? Yeah, we got to leave soon. Go. You know yeah. how to use the arm? 
No. Not yet. What do you need to be able to use the arm? Time. Permission and time. He doesn't need permission. <laughs> Let it go, Blaze. I did. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Um, I am going to make a snatch for the arm. Ooh, Thief. yes. <laughs> you steal from good boy. Yes, do it. Take it. Take it from that poor dog. It's a dog. <laughs> um, what's the? It's a level four dog. You said so difficult. Level, four. However, <clears throat> trying to get the arm from the dog is a difficulty six task. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I interfere? Uh, yeah. You want well, and it's little... pretty. He's like you know. Blaze looks over at the dog and he's like sizing up his moment to make a grab for it. If you want to interfere, by all means. So if you interfered, it would hinder. Um, yeah. Place. Well, you could just derail yeah, it entirely. Yeah. No, yeah, fair enough. You you want to handle it? Go ahead. There's this there's this like really intense look on Blaze's face for a second, and Ruben just kind of steps like. Ah, <laughs> uh, hero is hoping for like the samurai showdown, like <laughs> intense look, intense look. Play out the battle in your in your in your eyes. I mean, yes, but like with a smirk, not with a. Uh, that I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you out of the tunnel. Um, um, sure, I will basically walk out and just sort of like hold your hand and guide you through all the help you pull you through any tight places. It's just uh, that well, that narrow tunnel. But real quick, uh, wh- oh, yeah. what's happening with Blaze and Reuben? Um, hey. Blaze kind of holds up his hand, but then reaches back and then pulls his shock ring and then waves it at Good Boy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Hey, look, look what I got. Look okay. what I got. You're going to kill the dog. Throws it out the front of the <laughs> no, cave. it's a frisbee. <laughs> it's an electrified frisbee. I haven't turned it on. on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's like, go get it, go get it. Good boy looks really excited. <clears throat> but he is trying to keep this arm. Mm-hmm. He's really committed to this arm. So if you're trying to persuade a good boy to run towards the shock ring. Yes. Okay. He's not going to drop the arm, but he would have run out of the cave after the shock ring. I was going to say, he's just going to scoop it up in his mouth and go chase the ring and then sit on the ring. And now you've lost the ring too. <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping that this isn't actually an Aeon Priest and it has dog intellect. So maybe I can work that out somehow. I think I think that's a reasonable thought. It's mm. a dog, as far as you can tell. As far as Blaze is concerned, this is a dog. Yeah, and this right? thing is actually when this dog is actually an Aeon priest. I'm gonna fucking laugh so hard. It's an Aeon priest named Gus. If you haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> yes. His first name is Amon. Terrible. No. <laughs> I'm in support. Come on, Gus. <laughs> Making it happen. Any more puns? Bring it on. It's gonna be canon immediately. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want for me to try and get um, the dog? Yeah, what's trade? your goal? I want to get the arm in my possession. Okay, doing anything to try and get the arm. Difficulty six. Sure. <clears throat> try and snatch the arm. Difficulty six. 
You try and somehow distract the dog so it drops the arm. Difficulty Incredible. six. That's what I'm trying to do. It's distract the dog with the yeah. shock ring. So, but but um, yeah, if you were to throw the the shock ring, the dog would run after the shock mm-hmm. ring. So if your idea is then once the dog approaches the shock ring, then you snatch the arm away. If it's distracted by the shock ring, I would consider that to be an asset to your attempt okay. to snatch it away. Sure. You might have to okay. trade. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sure I'll be able to get it back sooner or later. <laughs> um, is this a, a speed might intellect? Oh, if you're snatching, it's a speed test. It's okay. a might task or a speed task. If you want to kick it out of its mouth, it's an intellect task. If somehow you're going to like play some kind of Caesar Milan dog whisperer looking at it and like tss, tss, making weird sounds like you're going to Cartman this dog. Is it <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. you're a double fake out? You don't actually throw the shock ring. Ah, done the old no, fake I, ball I, I want him to actually go and chase it. So, um, so I'll put two levels of effort. Okay. Uh, how do I put that in? Roll F. Mm-hmm. Roll effort two. Two. Okay. Yep. And uh... and that should be it. I have edge two, so it's effectively free. Uh, no, it isn't. <clears throat> oh, okay. It'll cost you four net points because oh, each right, level of effort yeah, yeah. costs three, and then mm-hmm. you apply the edge no. at the end. Sorry. Oh, it's five. First That's one right. costs three. Yeah, first one's three, and then second one costs two. two. That's right. So it costs you three net. Okay. Yeah, forgive me. Thank That's you, Chris. Fine. That's exactly. So right. I get a plus one point back on my speed then, because I spent yes, two for each. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. just to point it out, it is down in the bottom of the rolls. That's that cost. Yeah. So for like mine, I put mm-hmm. two effort into it. Five yeah. minus my two edge told me three cost. Right. That's right. All right. Uh, <gasps> no. Oh. Major effect. Oh. All right. A thief. Um, I think my major me. effect is that yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to do that. My major effect is that he'll actually drop the arm to go chase the shock ring. Hmm. That's a possibility. Or what, here's an, here's an offer, okay, mm-hmm. which is supports the basic thing you're accomplishing there. Um, you distract him and because your timing is so good, as the dog gallops out after it, you're able to remove it from its mouth, and it doesn't realize you've snatched the arm out. Perfect. Does that, does that work? Yep. That, that fits my narrative, my my image of it a little better, based on what Blaze is good at. Yeah. Cool. And you're standing there right next to Blaze pack. <laughs> yeah, and and then just stuff the arm into Blaze pack. All right. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> trade, trade, not the no, trade. Not a trade. <laughs> it it left the arm. It went after the shocker. Didn't leave the arm. You okay. snatch it out of its mouth right in front of Ruben. <laughs> there were witnesses. This dog. You're keeping edge or framing thing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to lie to this dog. Yeah, uh, and then I will shoulder face pack since we're going to be getting a move on right away. Blaze better mm-hmm. tell Faye about this real fast, otherwise this is going to be problems. <laughs> Wanting this arm mm-hmm. for so long. Now you have it. Shush. <laughs> um, I also want to point some out, Craig. I think mm-hmm. that um, you spent too much effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Because you can only apply two levels of effort. So right. you should take two points back okay. on your speed. And not goal. do five. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, of course, doesn't affect the result. 
because the difficulty was six and you rolled a 20, right? Mm -hmm. So everything's great. Just that that way, you know. Nine. Yeah. Exactly. Sick. Yep. Okay. Awesome. I will kindly say that Reuven is looking into the crack to see how the progress is going when this happens. (laughs) (laughs) But I do not have to deal with this shenanigans. Thinking firmly, I have dis- I have dissuaded you from taking the arm from this dog at the moment. Yeah, like check and see how the crawling progress is going. So speaking of that, uh, as Ash said, Vet is going to lead uh, Faye by the hand. Vet's already done this. Vet is experienced. Vet doesn't have any trouble and is definitely not going to have to roll again in order to shimmy through. <clears throat> if Vet tells Faye to, I don't know, um, grab an ankle or follow along exactly um, as as she tells then Vet can coach Faye in coming back through. Oh, yeah, I basically got him by the hand. Yeah. Oh, well, because I, it's I, that I, low He's really crawl. tight for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's yeah. probably got a hand on your ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crawling. fine. Unless you, um, unless Oh, this Vet... is like a horizontal crawl mm-hmm. through crack. Yeah. Yes. I was yeah, picturing exactly. like a vertical. Yeah, I thought it was boy. like a crack. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, well, uh, let's go with your imagination. Yeah, it's a vertical crack. I was imagining something. Now I understand why you ask certain questions that way. Cool. Yeah, when I said it was a little tunnel. Okay, but fair enough. It's a crack. Mm -hmm. So you can lead him by the hand. That totally works for me. Okay, so now we're back in the room. Yes, indeed. Blaze is wearing my bag. Slung over one shoulder. That's the improper way to carry it. It needs to be balanced. Yeah, I was like... I get that we're in a hurry, but would you just... <laughs> and it's significantly heavier. About the weight of one cyber arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I guarantee there are some various gizmos that have been plugged into my brain that go, hey. <laughs> just sitting there, adjust, adjust, adjust. Look at Blaze. What did you do? You wanted the arm. And then heads off towards the direction that the dog indicated before. Which direction was that? Out of the cave where the dog is with your chakra and everyone immediately realizing what you've done. <laughs> That's fine. But also, like, we don't have a direction to go because we haven't Yeah, we uh, Right now, we need to get the a, arm. Oh, right. right, right. Okay, we want to get the arm so we can get the direction. Right, right mm-hmm. now, we yeah. need to just get away from the cave. All right, mm-hmm. so I bought you some time and you've got the arm. And then Blaze will go out and play fetch with Good Boy. We need a day to figure this to thing figure out. To figure out how to... No, that's everything. To just figure out the tracing should be a lot simpler. The, the conversation was that he needed a day to understand everything about the arm. Uh, I will refer back to Ralph and double check. Yeah, so to figure out everything, you know that it does do some kind of tracking. Uh, you're not exactly sure how it does that tracking. Yes, it will likely take less time to do that, but because you're not sure of exactly which function of the arm is responsible for the tracking, right. you don't know when in the investigation will lead. Greg, you're completely right. It could take Reuven, as an experienced nano, a half an hour, mm-hmm. but it might take Still seven and a half hours. <laughs> Still more time than we have right now. So right. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> so let's get going. Yeah, so either way we're going, and Reuven will, or Blaze will be using the truck rings to play with the dog as we're moving along. Yeah, and, and, Are and, and totally. Are you skilled at covering up our tracks? 
our rugged Nano. Who probably himself, um, their self, does not leave footprints when they don't want to. Um, yeah. Um, I think at the moment, like, because we've traveled to here, so I know some of the surrounding sort of, mm-hmm. you know, naturing things. And so I guess pulling on, like, plants and animals and, like, the, the lay of the land and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd like to, I guess, hurry everyone along, but mm-hmm. not leave, like, immediate, like, marching order tracks. Okay. Sounds good. They're going to be, for transparency's sake, right? People mm-hmm. are coming after this. <clears throat> uh, they're going to be uh, employing uh, a tracker, mm-hmm. and that's a... A difficulty five tracker. So if you succeed in obscuring your tracks against the difficulty five tracker, then the tracker is unable to find you. Okay. Because obscuring our tracks isn't just physical tracks as well. It's like yeah. there is and that's yeah. right. There's all kinds of aspects of this, especially considering what Chris was describing, right? right. That goes into how you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are two things I want to mention that that just to make sure I was clear in, in what I information I shared with you. So that no, you weren't misled. The first thing is that Good Boy didn't specifically indicate a direction to go with the arm. Right. You just follow Good Boy to the cave. Right. And there was no conversation about where to go. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And the second thing is you asked the constable why the constable thought that the arm was in the cave. Mm-hmm. And she held up a device. Right. That showed like a locator beacon or something like that. And that was after you took the Tronic Amber out of the arm. Right. All right, I cool. about that. Um, in which case, I, I think distance matters more than actually, like, if they can, like, track the fucking GPS of it, right, then mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how well I hide our tracks. To an extent, right? I mean, you're not sure what the precision is. Right. Because you didn't get the device. So but there still are, is an advantage. Hard, yeah. Go ahead. What was that? Sorry. Yeah, and harding our tracks is, involves also like obscuring whatever beacon the arm is sending out. Somehow, like wrap a wet towel around or whatever, like that. It's still a it's still a skill roll, right? Um, it it right. would be if you can figure out how to do it. Right. Um, I think Reuven's main thought would be getting distance because a lot of these things have maximum range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good. And so, Again? yeah, like hurrying people along through the terrain safely mm-hmm. and as quickly as possible. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you have about you, you have at least twenty minutes till anyone would get to right. your position, right? So, if you were running around the world forever, you got a twenty minute head start. Um, that yeah, that's probably less. Uh, involving the plants and animals and stuff, so uh, I am trained in running. Okay, that's true. Yeah. If you want to embark on what would effectively be a chase, we can do that. Okay. Um, Before you do that, I'll mention to you the other information about the setting that you know that we discussed at first, but might not be occurring to you immediately, right? There's Hakon's Bazaar, right? Mm-hmm. It takes place in this area. You know there is a town of Serio nearby, 
Mm -hmm. Supposed to be underground. And you know that Hakon has an estate somewhere nearby. Okay. Yep. Um. Gotta ask the dog which way he thinks Elkana went. Oh, it's a good start. Um. So you ask the dog that, and the dog, of course, is not um, does not realize that uh, uh, he doesn't have the arm in his mouth because he's <laughs> a dog. And um, Blaze was so successful. So <clears throat> whether the dog is a shock ring or not, um, the dog would pause and look at you and uh, open its mouth. And then out comes Elkana. And then the dog looks up. Up. Yeah, the dog looked up. Blaze is like trying to resist, but looks up. <laughs> it's the middle of the day, and you see wonderful desert clouds, considering that there is an aquifer underneath this particular expanse of the desert. So there's sufficient evaporation in some places. Um, that, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful blue sky. That's what you see right now. So the dog, it it did look distinct. I'm sorry, Ash, one moment. It it did look distinct that the dog, you asked the dog where Elkanah went. The dog said Elkanah. Looked like the dog was thinking and then looked up. What was that, Ash? Do we have any knowledge of floating cities? Ooh, floating cities? I will oh jump. yeah, go, go ahead. I, say, I will jump in in character and be like, I can make float stone, ma'am. I can make stones that go up. So yeah. So yeah. You have heard tales without any rolls. I'll tell you this: across the steadfast and the the wilds, you have heard of an occasional. Um, large home that someone has been able to rig up from some old, like a yacht, like a floating yacht. You've also heard vaguely of a fantastical, I don't want to say fortress, but something akin to that in the minds of people in this context uh, that has been fabled to travel the beyond at times. So, in your, from what you know, th- there are a floating city. I don't know. It might be hard to believe, but you know of things that have floated that people are on at some point in the past. Okay. Yep. And as um, a jack, you also do know about the beanstalk. You know, the beanstalk goes right into the sky. So. So yeah, I I completely buy that she's up there somewhere. <laughs> okay. We don't have a way to go up right now. He says to the dog. Hmm. So will you come with us to another town? And find more help? More help? More help? 
More help. All right. And they're going to suggest that we book it. Make way to Serio? Serio. Yeah. Serio. S I R I O. S I R I O. Okay. Um, and try and get get lost in that and buy enough time to look over the arm and stuff. That sounds good. Cool. Cool. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm floating the idea of a running mm-hmm. uh, task. Cool, yep. To, like, find a route through the, you know, essentially cross-country running to get to mm-hmm. this town. Yep. And the the difficulty I'm picturing is not for myself, but, like, finding a route everyone can follow and keep up with and stuff like that, right? Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, you want to take responsibility for others, right, mm-hmm. that will hinder you. Sure. You can also aid them. Give them an right. asset, and then they would have to rule themselves. Okay. So, um, if yeah, if you want to mount a chase effectively, right, and avoid them right. and cross-country run, I think that's a great choice in this cool. circumstance. And the way we can easily model that is it's a difficulty five tracker is trying to come after you, mm-hmm. right? Um, even though they have some kind of locator beacon or whatever that technology is, they still have to travel overland. Right. They have to navigate stuff. Right. So, your rugged training is definitely going to be helpful. Okay. So um, you will be able to buy yourself effectively 20 minute increments until you get to Serio. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to stay 20 minutes ahead of them mm-hmm. each time you succeed. Okay. Okay. You need it. It's about an hour from where you are to get to Serio. Okay. So three difficulty five. Yes. Oof. What type of check? You know what? Let's make it two. You see it on two, you get to Serio. This is going to be um, might or speed? Speed. Okay. Running is a speed task. Right. One of, one sure of the few. There, there are a couple of ones that are explicitly in. described. Mo- most of the time, you can you can do lots of stuff. But if you can think of ways to incorporate different skills you have, you know, skills are pool agnostic. I have a skill in lies and trickery. So can I try mm-hmm. to work on like... Maybe leaving false clues. Hmm. Yeah, I think that works. That helps. Yeah. You know what, Chris? I like the implication you're given by the question. Mm-hmm. For narrative's sake, it doesn't need to be more than one role to me. Okay. So, yeah. I was thinking of something else, but um, I think it's more interesting that other things happen. We don't need to draw this out. Sure. So, if you can make a role, you can stay 20 minutes ahead and you can make okay. it to Serio. All so, right. it's a difficulty five role. So, if you... You can either make a roll just you or just plays. One person can make it and they can hinder themselves one level for each additional person they're making it for, or everyone can make it, the roll. Okay. I mean, it'd be really like, a lot harder, right? But yeah, it seems like everybody. It's and you got effort you can apply yeah, and people got like skills. So I'm, I'm trained in running as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think you're specialized in running, aren't you? Nope, just trained. Oh, okay. Uh, would my like trickery apply? Yes. Make it yeah. down one. Okay. Yeah, totally. Happy to count that that skill. That makes sense to me. If I've got other things, they can um, 
suggest. If you have ciphers that can help us in asset, that's also a totally good thing. I mean, it is the cipher system, so you can always possibly use a cipher. Um, I'm going to use a gravity nullifying spray. Oh, on Faye's backpack. Oh yeah. So it does not burden them at all. That's a great idea. Asset for Faye. Easy. Cool. <laughs> and then do you think my face sprint counts as an asset for me? Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 You can move more quickly. It's not as, um, especially because you don't have to spend points for that, right? You have sufficient edge that you can do it automatically. <laughs> right. <laughs> you fucking guy. Oh. I didn't roll a one. Mm, that's right. You didn't. All right. How did you fail? That's still a d20. I, it's I, yeah. Mm -mm. I was hoping one of y'all got a major or minor. To make up for the losses. Yep. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> now I, I I will point out the reason mm -hmm. Reuven failed yeah. is because Reuven was picking up Faye Slack or attempting to. Mm. I got you, buddy. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> all right, all right. So um here is where um Cypher System and uh Fortunate Dark have something nice in common, right? Mm -hmm. You know, GM intrusions. That's right. GM intrusions here, right? We can make we can make oh, a deal. We have intrusions also. That's mm -hmm. right. Player intrusions. Mm -hmm. Oh, I should That's look right. at mine. Indeed. So, at least one of you failed, mm -hmm. which means you weren't able to completely evade them. You did have right. a twenty-minute head start, as we established, right? right? So they are going to see you at the end of this twenty minutes when you're reaching Serio. Because right. this is a question of whether or not you can evade the tracker, not whether or not you can make it to serial. You can right. definitely make it to serial. So, them seeing you, if you'd like to accept this GM intrusion, and usually it's an individual, right? So those who failed would be able to get this intrusion, and then they could keep an experience and give an experience to someone else. So effectively, everyone could get one experience if you want, right? And that intrusion would be that in the haste... You drop the arm. Oh no. Once once Faye realizes that thing is in his bag, yeah, there's no way he's All right. He's I mean, remember, this is a meta this is a meta thing. Right. So yeah. can oh, I right. intrude on their behalf? Do you have any experience? Yeah, you gave us one, us right? We all get one. Oh, that's right. You did start with one. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Um one of my intrusions is lucky break. Hmm. Something unexpected happens, it is to your advantage. A rope your opponent Ooh. is hanging from might snap. The person you're debating in front of an Aeon priest might trip or forget what they were going to say. Or something that was supposed to last only a round or two lasts a little while longer. Ooh, all right. That is such a good that. intrusion. That's a great intrusion, yeah. So um I'll say this then. Anyone who failed can spin an XP and trigger a lucky break. Actually, no, the one will be enough. So you're choosing a spin works for me. I have an idea for that, but if you have an idea, I'd like to hear yours first. I've got a suggestion. 
What is your suggestion? Because mine was like they're chasing us and then like sinkholes. Oh, see, I, I wasn't even thinking that dramatic. I was thinking of legitimately getting into the city and then just the bus drives by, right? The the whatever vehicle, and suddenly we're gone, lost into the mass of people. They know we're yeah. in the city, That's but good. they immediately yeah. just I yeah. That. I like that. I was thinking of like out on the plains when they catch sight of us, how mm-hmm. to break away from that. But no, do the. You do the Jason Bourne. Right, exactly. Like, literally just the car goes by and then you're not there. Yep. That's great. We're going to do something combining that. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If that's okay. So I'm going to accept all of that. And I want to describe what you see when you go into this place. Okay. Um, because it's a, it seems like it's a good time for for the break. If, if, if you'd like, right? If, if you want to break here, I'll describe what you dramatically see because something's going to yeah. happen. Okay. Um, so you all make this 20 minute run across the desert um, led by Reuven's rugged training, uh, Blaze's uh, practiced skill, uh, the aid of the cipher to make Faye's backpack less heavy, and Vet's knowledge and practice of trickery. Um, and you feel pretty confident. The dog is running with you, loping along, happily hanging on to the uncharged shock ring in his mouth. Um, and you feel like you're going to get to your destination. You're evading your pursuers because you haven't seen them yet. And then you travel over a dune and down a bluff, and then you catch sight of them because they're coming a slightly different direction. Um, this is an underground city, and so you're approaching uh, a, a, a natural passage that has been shaped and reinforced over time. Um, and you descend into it, and you hear the sounds of your pursuers, Uh, And then, as you're about to go further in, you also hear the distinct sounds of machinery. And uh, a large cart pulls up and accosts them, because they're a much larger party, Mm. and says, Halt! None may bring dust into Syrio. And assuming you heard that, but didn't turn around the watch... You proceed further down the passage and you get far enough in that you can see the city before you are also brought over to the side Mm. by some attendants who say, or guards, halt, no dust may be brought into Syrio. And you see a, how do I want to describe this? Let's see. You see suspended on an enormous platform. Uh, what looks a bit like, um, hmm, ooh, how about this? Um, a, a miniature version of Las Vegas. Okay. What I mean by that is the Las Vegas is you'd imagine in Temenos. All right. Some, um, places are highly luminous and others aren't. Some seem kind of dark. Uh, and it, you can hear revelry from this distance the only way to get across are these what look like very frail but certainly advanced bridges each cordoned off by these people who stopped you and said halt no dust may be brought into Syria this platform is connected um, to several cables say seven or eight cables that are suspending it from the ceiling of this enormous cavern And there is um, a giant pillar going up from the base of the platform 
all the way up into the ceiling of this cavern. And ringing it at a distance are enormous waterfalls that come water coming out of the wall like underground rivers and descending down into the pit that yaws beneath the platform. And if you'd like, we can take a break here. Heck yeah. Alrighty. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back in a moment. I'm going to rehydrate. Get ready. We'll see you in a bit. All righty. We're back. And so, yeah, you are all uh, <clears throat> halted by the guards. Said halt. No dust may be brought into Syrio. Fortunately, uh, your pursuers were in a larger group. They were making a feverish pace across the desert at you. And they got coated in it. So they're tied up for the moment. You're a smaller group. The guards then usher you into um, a glass-walled chamber. Um, and they, from the outside, uh, say, hold up, hold up your appendages. Do the TSA <laughs> arm spreading. <laughs> And uh Blazes flexing his pecs as he <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh you look over if if any of you look at good boy. Good boy. Oh, yes. Good boy leans on the glass. He stands up and leans on the glass. And so then uh the guards walk over to um like a foot pedestal. Looks like they activate a plate with their foot. And all of a sudden you hear um, like a magnetic hum coming from above you. You can't exactly tell where from. And <clears throat> you can feel all dry debris repelled off you. It goes down beneath a grate at the bottom. And the hum goes off. And uh, they allow you to, to exit the chamber. So your skin feels weird. If you want to inspect it, I'll tell you what it feels like. We've been exfoliated. <laughs> but yeah, That's I mean... right. That's exactly it. You don't have any dry skin. You were to touch your scalp. You don't feel any dander or dandruff. The dog wouldn't feel any dander on his flesh. Um, and yeah, your skin your skin feels as though it's it's recently been scrubbed. This is probably cleaner than vets ever been. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You've never worked in a lab before, have you? <laughs> but like nipples and chest hair and stuff is still there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I was not expecting the word nipples, nipples. to be said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all your parts are there. You can even check if you want. Well, I mean, yeah, that'd Faye, be the first thing you check. Yeah, say Faye and <laughs> Blaze fun. are both yeah. shirtless here, so yeah. No, I know. I'm saying if you want to check inside your pants, you can to confirm that oh. nothing has been removed. You should probably have noticed from the lack of um, terrible sensation, but right. yes, indeed, <laughs> yeah. nothing has come off of your body other than things that can drop, minute particles, and things that contribute to dust. So somehow anything that generates dust that's on your body, and a lot of that, as you suggested, is skin flakes, um, is gone. 
and the dust from the desert as well. <laughs> sure. I have a shockingly <laughs> clean trash griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Your that trash poor, griffin has never that been poor this griffin clean. needs some comfort. <laughs> my protective layer of skunk. <laughs> my grime. <laughs> my grime. <laughs> oh no, my grime. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to uh, message Amanda about a shirt idea. So funny. Hold <laughs> <sighs> on, oh, real quick, I got to write that down. Just message her, my grime in all caps. I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if we're cleared. They then usher you in and they say. <clears throat> Only the dust free may enter Serio. Thank you. Thank you for removing the dust. It is the duty of the dust guards. <laughs> and they usher you forward and they say, you know, completely serious. So, yeah, you can walk across the bridge. Um, you hear some like yelling and things like this and indistinct um, arguments like there being unruly passengers on a Frontier Airlines flight. Um, so uh, you you can tell that you have some time. The bridge is not enormous. Like the chasm is <clears throat> it's, uh, 100 yards across from where you are to the, the, the big platform at the start of Serio. But um, you, you're definitely going to be able to get away from them. They, they are uh, waylaid. And they're making it worse for themselves. Great. Yep. As we're making away, Blaze just sort of says under his breath, yet another experience and sensation that I never wanted. This <laughs> keeps happening when I'm in your company, Faye. You could stay outside the city. <laughs> <laughs> and leave you by yourself. I mean, yes. I, I think Faye, Faye goes so so far as to say it's not like I like your company. <laughs> um, but uh, Faye's goal is to get into the city and find somebody who uh, would put up with room and board for basically uh, a, a right and a glaive. Um, mm. and traveling companions, but basically, without asking, offering Blaze's service as a bodyguard, doorman, bouncer, and mm -hmm. uh, Faye's services as I will fix your shit. Mm. And then we All have right. two traveling companions who need beds as well. So how do you want to do that? You're just like asking around people. Um, yeah. Uh, for for Faye, he he is unabashedly heading for places of luxury and then working his way down <laughs> as he gets denied oh, okay. as opposed to going to like the shittiest place um mm -hmm. okay. trying to get the most out of you know most bang for his buck effectively gotcha okay sounds good uh so like i said there um is clearly a mix of different different kinds of establishments um they're all excited every it, you hear even more now um, you heard a faint sound of revelry, like, you know, a party at a distance down the block, something like that. But, you know, it was a hundred yards away and you were hearing this. Now that you're in the city, 
it seems like there is abundant, um, intense revelry all over the place. Like people are constantly partying. They're having a good time. There's raucous laughter. Uh, and <clears throat> you can see in a distance that it looks almost like a cascade of, um, of, of different, I wouldn't say class, right? Especially considering how this works in the ninth world. But it looks like the quality of establishments or how garish they are transitions to maximum garishness and then descends throughout the city. Uh, you can ride a wave of absurdity. Love it. I'm glad. Yeah. We've been doing that since this adventure started. From <laughs> <Jesus>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to, you know, if, if I'm happy to accept that description, right? You don't need to make a, a skill test or anything in order to ask questions, right? So people would say, um, "You come up. Um, they probably haven't seen you before, right? If you're not disguising." You're fresh in town. You mention you're looking for a place to stay. They'll say, um, "Well, uh, if uh, you're a merchant, people <clears throat> often stay at the Cascade Inn. Or um, if you're traveling and uh, you want to try and earn your keep, people are sometimes." able to find uh, success at the Jack's Haven. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, no, that's true. We are we are traveling. We're not going to probably stay here. Like, and that's like Faye literally has that moment of like, ah, a new place I could work. I can set up shop for a bit. Oh, wait, uh, a on priest. Dang it. Yeah. OK, uh, so head to the Jack's. Effectively. You want to go to Jack's Haven? Yeah. All right. So Jack's Haven, um, they give you directions. And it takes you a little while to get there from where you are when you first enter the city. Um, and it looks like it is in a valley in that transition in garishness. Right? <clears throat> so it goes up high and coming down. Looks like right as it's going back up, that's where Jack's Haven is and this kind of stuff. So um, you approach Jack's Haven, and uh, let's see, what do you see when you get there? Um, hmm. You gonna walk in the door? You gonna ask anybody there? Or you just gonna go inside and see what's going on? What, what would you like to do? Faye is bold enough to just like I want to speak to the proprietor. Not like whoever's Ooh, wow. on the front desk or anything like that, but I want to talk to whoever's in charge just because okay. he knows he's he's not paying or at least mm -hmm. doesn't intend to. Um, mm -hmm. So this is going to be something he needs to work out with somebody above the front desk. Mm, OK, cool. Keep in mind, we only need and looks over it. Eight hours. I mean, I'd like to sleep today. Yeah, I'm kind of beat. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> All right. So you walk up to, uh, like, I guess you walk to the bar or something like that, Jack yeah. Saban? Or? Yeah. Okay, so you walk into um, what looks like a kind of busy um, uh, tavern. And when you all walk in, 
everybody in unison turns around. They stop what they were doing and they look at you. There's about a hundred people in this room right now. Tables all over the place. They're in the midst of conversation. There's somebody behind the bar. This um, uh, combination of like lacquered wood and metal seamlessly integrated. And there are some stairs in the distance. Look like they spiral up. Sounds like there's stairs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, Riven just goes, that's hilarious. With oh. all of the energy of, hey, Zuko here. Mm-hmm. Well, he's making a point of like making eye contact with people as if he's assessing <laughs> them as a potential opponent. Mm-hmm. Just one, two, next. Anybody in there worth worth his time? All right. Faye and Vet, do you two do anything in response? I was looking. I'm just feeling incredibly uncomfortable in here. No, that's true. Yeah, the poor thief. <laughs> uh, with with the with the whole energy of you know drinks for everybody kind of thing, uh-huh. Faye just looks out yeah. and says. Who wants a restorative dispenser? They all look at each other and they say, that's a good trick. Who's going to hook me up? I need some stuff. um, I'll put it together. Somebody from from behind the bar, um, the the tender uh, wasn't, we're not going to do this wipe in a dirty glass with a dirty, a dirty towel because this is, um, uh, the ninth world clean. and also yes exactly things are dust free right there aren't particles on it but uh somebody calls over to you they say i'll, I'll see that all right <laughs> Faye, i don't think Faye intentionally does it but he's got cowboy swagger uh-huh. <laughs> it's like let me like we're, we're talking about my kind of stuff and he pulls out the plans for a restorative dispenser Lays it out, and I mean, this is arcane piles of papers and, you know, other doodads and stuff like that. Lays it out. Yeah, see, here you go. Boom, three cups a day. You give me plans? Oh, no, 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 no. I will do more than that. I will build it for you. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I need some stuff, but you can handle that. It's hard to find somebody with this kind of knowledge pointing at the, the thing and the know-how to actually do it. Ask, ask Reuven. He's a nano. Reuven, you're, you're skilled and talented nano. Can, can you put this together? Reuven? No, I cannot. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. All right. And then, like, uh, grins and puts a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so there's the downside of the rugged. Right, I was, was going to say, can talk to people. <laughs> oh, I know. Be uncomfortable. I know. Faye, Faye's already going, I, I just need here. to do this with Blaze from now on. It just... <laughs> Ruben, Ruben, my man. <laughs> all right. So the person says, all right, he's Ruben. What's, what's your name? Faye. Faye Hephaestus, Faye. technically, but, you know. Hephaestus? Ever... All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you Heffy. All right, so Heffy. Uh... Heffy and Reuven, all right? Sure. Get the other two in a minute, okay? 
<laughs> all right, so heavy. So you're coming in here with these plans, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're offering to make this, mm-hmm. all right? Correct. All right, what, what do you know about this place? Absolutely nothing. Nothing? Nobody told you anything? Nope, other than if we're traveling and need a place to stay short term, this might be the place. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's certainly one way to think about it. All right. Uh, should we think about it? Well, mm, there's a price to stay here. Sure. I thought that's what we were negotiating. That's generally how accommodations But it's not conventional. Okay. Well, I guess maybe not be what you think. So it's called the Jack's Haven for a reason. Everyone Ruben here just hands like a, a, a pile of money in his hand. So you're saying this isn't good? <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, I mean, look, we like shins just like anybody else. Okay, but help me out, guys. And then the crowd in unison has been kind of watching this exchange says, we like tricks better. Riven starts singing because obviously a performance is like a trick, right? Yes. Fantastic. And somebody gets Um, up from the back and starts singing with you. Okay. And looking you in the face. Ruben sings a song, and that mm-hmm. song is I've been through the desert with a dog named Good Boy. <laughs> yep. I've had that one in my head since the break. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right opportunity to say it. Nice. The fact that I got to say it in character is even better. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I think I would start doing um, like you want tricks? Yes, I can do tricks. <laughs> um, take a card, any card. Yes, we're gonna do card tricks. Oh, you doing card tricks? Okay, somebody <laughs> comes up to watch. Gonna have them draw a card. Okay, fantastic. And they draw a card. Then I'm gonna read read their mind and see what the card doesn't tell them. Oh, <laughs> it is Incredible. it is the easiest card. It's like I'm, I'm put my hands back, draw a card, ace of spades. <laughs> Confirm something for me: is telepathy surreptitious? I can't remember if it had that writer. Uh, mind reading is a separate thing. Okay, gotcha. It's more cool. expensive. It lets me mm-hmm. read the surface thoughts of a creature, even if they don't want you to. Fantastic, excellent. It is surreptitious. Wonderful. I just didn't remember if that was described that way. Uh, yeah, it says. It doesn't say anything about them knowing you're doing it. Wonderful. Yeah, perfect. We're riding with they don't know then. Excellent. All right. So to make it clear what's happening, this is what goes on. So uh, Reuven sings um, an awesome song. Um, Vet is doing some card tricks. Um, Blaze, I'm not going to dictate what Blaze does, but I'll say initially is looking, you know, stoic and imposing. Right. And then the bartender um, who leans back to Faye and says, my name's Borch. Uh, so this is the way it works, you newcomers, all right? We like tricks here at Jack's Haven. Why? Because Jacks use tricks, okay? You do a trick somebody hasn't seen before, they're sufficiently impressed, they will pay for you. Okay. That's the way it works. We're all here, see who comes in, all right? Also, person with the best trick of the night, they run the bar. Run? Yeah. 
Your job? Uh-huh. What was your trick? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> if I do the best trick, I have to do labor? I think you might get no. paid. <clears throat> no, no, no. Board says, no, Reuben. No, you get... Look. And, 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 and We'll assume this happens at the end of you singing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the guy who was singing with you, mm-hmm. it seems really enthusiastic, and like patted you on the back. And I totally get the Chris, you're playing into you know Ruben's social cues. Yeah, Porsche yeah. says Ruben, no 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 no, um, uh, uh, Joe right there, he he's gonna pay for you to drink because oh. he liked your song. Oh, okay, yeah, like that, that's how it works at the Jack's Haven. Right, you got a good trick, somebody pays for you. They didn't, they didn't tell you this? Nope. Well, all right. Didn't we just talk about this? But not before we came here. Hold on. Was the explanation of how the bar works out of character? No. Yeah. Or in character? That was out of character. And then oh. in character. Ah, uh, okay. I was like... I was making sure Reuven didn't have to be confused why they were having this explained <laughs> twice. No, 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 okay. no, no. I explain okay, out of good. character, make it simple, it. right? And then in character to, to be clear to Faye. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, cool. excellent. Well, thanks for the duet, my man. Yeah. How I'm long? Joe. How long do I have to come up with a trick? Come up with one? Yeah. Like, I mean, it... My trick takes a little bit of setup. Like an hour. You're saying that your trick in an hour, you're going to show it. Yeah, I won't, I won't drink or anything until then. I'll, I'll, I'll just get it set up. It better be a damn good trick. Mm, pretty good. All right. Can, can I pick a table and just set up? Cool. Choose any of them. All and right. Then you go to people will clear out because they want to watch. And Borch turns to Blaze. Says, You got a trick? The oneness. So fluid, effortless, dangerous. Even without the blade, they could kill. They would kill. Not wanton massacres, but justice, and not in the poetic sense. Though people for a millennia have crafted songs and stories describing their path among mere mortals under the tree of life, they are mysterious. Their soul resonates as bright as the sun's heartbeat. Wars have ended, but their presence has been said that fear cringes from their shadow. They hold death in their pocket. They give it as a gift to their enemies, a present to end their future. If this could happen without weapon, what hope will you have when the sword is unleashed? And then just kind of fists on his hips. Which 
nods slowly, uncrosses his arms, leans on the counter, and says, That is a pretty good trick. Does that poem have a name? None that my order has ever found. Can I give it a name for this context? Let me call it what you will. I think I'll call it Justice is a Trick. Please not. Thank you. Right, so he then attends to everybody, getting them whatever you all want to drink. And uh, except for Faye, Faye needs an hour. And Borch would definitely engage Blaze in more conversation after serving that responsibility. Um, you all have some time if you want to chat with people or continue role-playing. I spent enough um, int points to have three people. Ooh. So I'm just fully doing the street magician thing with my small crowd of folks. I am dazzling this table in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Meanwhile, my little creature is just like hanging out on my shoulder, also being really cute. Yeah, that's awesome. Totally. They are um, mesmerized by your ability to do this. They love the trash griffin, and uh, they are eager to buy you drinks, ply you with drinks, because they want to know how you're doing this trick. I'm tempted to offer them the puzzle box. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes. Because it's already, I've already gotten from it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think like after hanging out and drinking with them for a bit in the night and they're really want to know how I did it. Yes. Fish that out of my pocket and hand it to them. Oh, my God. Oh. So you just like release it. In their care, are you relinquishing it to others? Is that what's happening here? Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna pass it on. Let it, um... Oh, man. Cause a little chaos, maybe? Yeah, it's definitely gonna cause some <laughs> chaos. Yeah, I'll handle that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what you love it is I've started... You need to make sure you, you solve this correctly. <laughs> Yeah. Because if you solve it wrong, there's this guy with a bunch of pins. <laughs> You're going to have a bad time. It's not going to be fun. You're going to have a bad time. As a storyteller, I always love it when my players hand me a giant freaking mallet. <laughs> Start swinging. This city's going to get real dusty. Um. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> There's a fly that really mm -hmm. likes my camera. I yeah. see. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I guess we're waiting on phase trick. If if you like, sure, we can. Um, I was just giving you an opportunity if you wanted to 
do other chatting like Vet did um, beforehand, but we can totally go to face trick. I don't know if we necessarily get into the detail, but uh, Blaze is totally good talking about his order and what they do and what they believe and stuff. The spreading rumor, uh, spreading the word of what they do is sort of how they get more people. Yeah. So he's always wanting to talk about it if people are interested. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely get people. Ruben, make sure that good boy has a chance to speak. Ooh. So that he gets trick. to drink too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good trick. That is a really good trick. People are upset that you didn't lead with that. Yeah. <laughs> they think you're making the dog speak. They do? They, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they ask you. They well, ask don't, you. I don't need more drinks. I've already got drinks. The dog <laughs> needs a drink. The dog does not but, need drinks. I mean, like a bowl of water. <laughs> well, oh, that's fine. <laughs> the, no, good boy opens his mouth and says, good boy drinks. <laughs> good boy drinks. <laughs> it's a bowl of water with a little splash of ale in it. Make it All taste right. good. Yeah. He likes it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, if you, uh, if if nothing else is happening in that hour, phase trick then goes off. What would happen? Tell me. What's going on? Faye, Faye walks back up to the bar, sets down a cube. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. We we got a, a cube here. Presses a button at the top of it. Mm-hmm. And it unfurls yeah. into a two-foot-tall humanoid automaton. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, bot. Make me a drink. And the little bot just kind of totters off to to make him a drink. Is it taking the alcohol from the bar? Yes. Borch does not stand in the way of the bot in the box making the drink. That's a good trick. Hey, bot, make Borch a drink. But as the bot, know what I want. Oh, what do you want, Borch? Please just kind of let me. A robot is making you a drink all on its own. Does it really matter? <laughs> Thank you, Blaze. <laughs> one of the few signs of Blaze actually appreciating technology. Oh, he makes drinks. Mm. This one's allowed. <laughs> it uh, does not. For full, I will take whatever the bot will make for me. For uh, full clarity, uh, just yes. that way Ralph knows, I've spent one XP to use a uh, right intrusion to make a temperamental cipher of my choosing instead of rolling so i have picked the instant servant so instead of just getting a random one it's this Mm -hmm. technically it's d6 minus two so it lasts for uh a couple hours cool Uh, but yeah and yeah and notably he see Faye has seemed to have done this without anything other than scrap and his tools Whoa. out of his pack because it doesn't cost him iota or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. I heard you say temperamental. Did you mean temporary or are we also getting a bot that is unruly after making the drinks? Uh, because that's what I want it to be. That's what I was hoping you meant. <laughs> no, <laughs> technically, the temperamental cipher means it works for me and nobody but me. Uh, ah, I can't pass right. it off cool. to somebody else to use whatever I come up with. So if I roll and get some cool little like 
punchy gizmo, I can't hand mm -hmm. it off to Blaze. Fair enough. Makes sense. Thanks for defining that for us all. Yep. Because yeah. otherwise that bot was going to go kicking people in the shin. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it, he, he follows my orders. Um, so... Yep. And I really so I, wanted it to be a sassy bot that would make you the drink yes. it wants to make. Yes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think you're so Right. Yes. I understand where where that was going, but it was just like, no, I think for this, like, because the last thing Faye needs is, hey guys, check out my trick. Oh no, it's talking back to me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Makes sense. Yeah, that works. So you all get drinks for free. And they actually like um, the tricks you provided uh, so much uh, that you are able to stay there for free that night. Hmm. Nice Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, Blaze is surreptitiously passing his drinks to Fate. Cool. So Fate does not need any drinks. <laughs> we do not need a drunk mad scientist. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, now. everybody get drunk. Have a great time. You can give him the good boy. See what happens. Yeah. In the bowl, he'll drink them. Blaze is not giving drinks to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, actually, hang on. How long does this thing last? Oh yeah, cool. So yeah, after he's done that one and we're hanging out at the bar and drinking, he's gonna make another one. Uh, but this Ooh, one, cool. this time, I'm actually just gonna roll uh, because I can have happens. up to. Um, is this here? Um, as long as I'm carrying fewer ciphers than my limit. So because yep. I have that <clears throat> empty slot mm -hmm. still. Um, no, go over the limit. You know what happens. Good I times. I can't with this, Ralph. It literally yeah, prevents me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Let's see here. Where is cipher list? All right. I wouldn't force anybody to get stuck with a quantum singularity. I just want to see it happen. 11. Oh, okay. Andy. Data sphere siphon. I don't know what that is. Did did you say a data sphere siphon? Yep. That's a big shit. Doesn't that Sounds sound like impressive. what I described? You might <laughs> might want to get at some point. Yep. So you I just, get... you just created on the fly an oracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think Faye Faye like completes you know, and it's sparking a little bit, and it's you know a little rough shot. And he, he looks up at Blaze and goes, "Yeah." I told you I'm awesome and like just casually <laughs> pockets it um, that basically does come up as uh, level two because it's D6 mm -hmm. minus two. Um, yep. So I get one question. Yep. But just stashed leans back, sips a drink and like stares down blaze. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> all right. So this is a situation. You've all come to Jack's Haven um, you found out that Borch is in charge because of the best trick. Um, finds out, or, or it, it might be the case that one of you is responsible for managing the bar tomorrow, considering how good the tricks were. Um, but the current situation is you don't have to pay. You get drinks all night for free. You have the eight hours you need in order to look at the arm. You also have the opportunity to talk to people if you want. You want to ask questions about Serio or just, you know, gapping with people. It's entirely up to you, but just make sure I remind you of what the circumstances are. Uh, yeah, I think Reuven is trying to 
I mean, we've the idea was to buy time for Reuben to yeah. look at the arm. So I exactly. think that's what they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Makes sense. So if other people want to do interesting things in the city first, I'm cool with that. The arm is the interesting thing for Faye, so he'll probably be alongside you. Even if he's being told to sit on his hands and not touch it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they can really, Ruben can really like do that until like, at least they have lodgings and things. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're not going to break out the arm at the middle of the table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching for tricks and things. So um, I think they'll like all these very gregarious trickster folks, like they're very out of their element, but They'll just be like, so what is, why, why is it like this? Why is it like this? At first they say, what do you mean? Right. You know, but then when you elaborate on tricks and stuff, they say, uh, it's a tradition. Okay. We used to, and then somebody takes a deep breath and say, uh, what do you know about the town? What do you know about our history? Nothing. Oh. Have you heard of the Mirthless Mines? They're, uh, Mines over, over yonder. He makes a motion, and it's like, "What are you?" Is um, we used we used to mine tronic amber, hmm. and the mines there amplify certain sounds so that they echo constantly, and no one could laugh in the mines, and so no one laughed in Syrio. And then Hakon came and he employs people and made it so that we didn't have to work in the mines anymore. Hakon, a big like hero figure in town. He looks at you when you say that and you say, hmm, hero. Yeah, I guess you could say that, but. Heroes usually don't continue to walk among you and make sure your city has power and more like a father care figure for people. Maybe, or... So you're saying he's got yeah. allies in town. <laughs> and Blaze just sort of glares at Faye. <laughs> Why are you glaring at me? <laughs> he says, uh, I, I mean, people, people are people, right? People got their feelings, but Akon does well by us. He, he he gives us the power so we can keep the dust away. He made it so that we can do other things here. I mean, you hear how everybody's laughing, but no one laughed in Syria until Hakon came. So why is it this? It, Jax used to be criticized in this town. Because, come on. It's not practical to do tricks all the time when you have to mine constantly and you always want to laugh. 
So we all delight in it. And it kind of spilled out everywhere else. Sure. So I guess, in truth, Akon brought the, the first great trick. Yeah, with that, uh, that in mind, you know what? I uh, think I'm gonna gonna go to bed early. It's a lot of lot of travel, a lot of lot of <laughs> lot of walking did today. Gonna just... yeah, I'm just uh, budding up with my folks at my table that I've been playing cards with. Heck yeah. Um, I want to ask about. about the um the Aeon priest. I forgot. Ooh, Elkana. Yeah, I just okay. kind of want to drop that name. Mm hmm. And see if I get any reaction from anyone around. Um, hmm. You get some kind of like, if if we're describing it collectively, right? Um, the impression you get is that people, some people might have heard the name before. They don't know specifically. Just that um, it, it sounds like somebody who was around here, and sounds like an Aeon priest that was that came to Syria at some point, maybe. Aren't aren't that certain? We have our dog. So. Her dog? I guess. The dog is friends with her? Yeah, the dog is looking for her. Wait, that's not... That's not your dog? They look like pointed Reuven. Like, how did you make it talk? And then, of course, you know, somebody will remind that person. The dog talks. It's not, he didn't make the dog talk. They didn't make the dog talk, I mean. Um, excuse me. Uh, so uh, you point that out, and they say, I don't... They're... I mean... There's this one guy who had had a gray dog years ago. He he seemed kind of weird. I don't know. What was his name? I mean, like, Cox and I, and they're like, I think his name was Gus. Oh no, the storyteller is pulling it all together. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where he is? I say. Hmm. Yeah, all right. You got to go find him at Gus's cataract. Cataract? Name. A waterfall. Out. Yeah, you seen the waterfalls around Syria? One of them's oh, named yeah. for him. Okay. There might be a task for tomorrow. Out. They nod when you say that. It's up to you. He's always there. 
yeah, mostly I just want to chat with some folks and then go to sleep because I'm my pools are looking real low. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Anything else you want to do before you take the time to rest and investigate the arm? I know what I'm going to share with you, Chris. Just trying to give other people an opportunity before yep. you move through it, as you suggested. I'm good. Cool. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. Cool. So, Reuven gets sufficient time to inspect the arm. And is naturally patient with the arm, as nanos are. And uh, as Reuven knows from traveling through the desert and doing things that are challenging, you got to pace yourself and be very careful, right? Uh, so Reuven is able to use the chronic amber here and there to see what it does. So these are the, the functions that you notice in the arm. Uh, you notice that the arm has increased strength and agility, right? It seems like it does that. Um, you can think of this as like increasing the might or speed edge for the the wearer, the possessor, maybe, right? As like stuff, conventional stuff like this, right? Like physical enhancement, okay? Uh, the It has a locator beacon in it. And you think uh, that with some... Uh, sufficient device. I mean, it might be something that is available in town. Uh, it might be something you have in your sheet, but I just haven't, you know, looked at your sheet. You might be able to reverse the beacon it's sending out to try and determine, you know, if it's because it, 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 it seems like it's a it's a it's a two way connection mm. that's happening with this particular arm. So that, based on your knowledge of how technology works in the Numenera, you surmise is the means by which they were locating you. So if you so chose, you could probably disable this beacon. Uh, you could probably do it safely, too, that it wouldn't damage it, so you could turn it back on if you needed to. Sure. Uh, also, when you put the Tronic Amber in it, it enhances those functions. So the beacon goes farther. The physical enhancement is more intense. Also, it seems to have some kind of peculiar. God, what's how to make sense of this to you? Um, oh, I know how to make sense of this. It seems to have some distinct magnetic resonance. So, to narratively summarize the various ways you might approach it as a nano. You know that there are devices that you can use to determine the position of celestial objects without looking at them. If you want to orient on them somehow, you can. And some of these things can do that. It looks like this. Think of it like a compass. Like a sidereal compass. Or a stellar what? compass. What is it? Go ahead. What? Pointing to what? Exactly. Yeah, pointing to what? 
Um, yeah, I'd like so you to can't tell if something is, is detecting that, but it does have that resonance that points to something. So go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I'd like to turn the beacon off. Cool. You do. You succeed. Okay. That's trivial for you, especially then, considering the time you have. Yeah. And then I guess if there's a, some rolls or something I need to make to, to understand what it might be magnetized to or mm. headed toward or... No, no, you succeeded so well before. You know that it is, the resonance allows it to home in on something in the sky in a particular position. Okay. That is up. Yes, <laughs> that is up, indeed. Okay. Yep, and like I said, you have seen devices that have this kind of function, and astronomers use them. Ninth world astronomers of one kind or another use them. Okay. Yep. Um. I have an idea for like when we're back together. If you're explaining all this to us, can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The amber boosts it. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of amber. Still don't know how to get up. I can make well, float stone. But that's just what the dog said. Yes! Bring it, it in, is, Blaze. This is what I'm talking about. It is just a dog. <laughs> the arm points to something in the sky, Blaze. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that part. So the dog was right? Yes. Yes. Or it's a really, really weird coincidence. <laughs> Probably that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love you, Craig, so much. Blaze has put his foot down. The dog is ridiculous, and that is the only that is the only fact. Mm. So we're really thinking about going into the sky. We don't have to go into the sky. We have to follow it in the direction it's pointing. For all we know, there's a well. You know, navigate by the sun. Down. Can navigate by the sun. We're just navigating by something else. Yesterday, I was worried about pickpockets. <laughs> you can okay. still be worried about pickpockets. Mm -hmm. You yeah, probably should definitely. be. Yeah. Pointed yeah, points <laughs> At least yeah, one of them right. pickpocketed somebody as their trick last night. Yeah, that's quite true. <laughs> somebody stole someone's underpants. While still being oh, worn. Yeah. yeah yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a good trick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Starts the party off right. Depends on how forceful it is. <laughs> Best trick is to... Switch them on in the direction, right? You just tell them, hey, your underpants on the wrong way. What? How did you do this? I, I can't even that? process the, <laughs> the amount of fuckery going on right here. <laughs> Wherever Faye goes, I will go. Somebody's got to keep him out of trouble. It's not that hard to process. I mean, if you believe the dog, which... <laughs> 
have you not come across a talking animal before? Does it happen often to you? Yeah, at least four or five times I can think of. There was a kangaroo one time. <laughs> Do you even know what a kangaroo is? Was that here or was that there? Oh, that was there. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's fair. Kangaroo. These things. What? Um, imagine if a rabbit was six feet tall and liked to box. That's a nightmare. That's like interesting, teeth? actually. What? Like the oh, like they... big rabbit teeth? Um, no. Are they good at the boxing? Yeah. I mean, if they're that tall, they probably are. Yeah. And they jump. Like, yeah, the rabbit. Yes, rabbit. Yeah. rabbit part was yeah, <laughs> right. They, like uh, kickboxing, I guess, is probably. Okay, so just to Because that's absolutely how a video game kangaroo would be displayed, right? <laughs> right. Are they so real, just... though? What? Somewhere. Are they probably. real? <laughs> Some when? So just throwing this out there just to help me grab... Like, just none of this that has happened in the last 12 hours is normal. Just Let's consider that as a possibility. Have you, you've traveled extensively. The, what do you mean by normal? This is just a toad's day to me, brother. <laughs> All right. Uh. See, tomorrow I want to go find Gus. Okay. Apparently that guy has a whole waterfall. Dope. Sick. Or he's a pile of bones at the bottom of it. Or he's this dog. <laughs> this is good boy. No, that's good boy. Come this on, is, fast. this has oh, been established. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Um, question, Ralph. Yes. Is it possible to take like an orienting device out of, say, a uh, artificial limb and let it continue working separately from in, the artificial limb? In general? Mm -hmm. You know what's uh, probably yeah. easier and Reuven was going to suggest? Mm -hmm. Creating a... Um, interface point for the arm mm. to give yourself a third arm Ooh, and yeah, be able that's to an use idea. <laughs> but I don't want you to take it apart I want you to use it and obviously none of us are going to lose an arm to have you cleared it with good boy I know I can't believe the words came out of my mouth either I mean yeah and, and also we haven't, still we haven't remember. said what, it does what belong happened? to Hakon. Yeah. Yeah. There's it is his look arm. For it, even if right. they don't have the beacon. We'll bring it back. Right. I'm not saying you won't. I'm just just in case anyone's forgotten that fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but is I mean, this person's actual arm. Yeah. Right. If we could pull the <clears throat> compass out. I don't want yeah. to damage it because I plan on returning it. I mean, he can return the arm damaged. without the compass. It'll be fine. He just won't have his thing. I promise. I promise. 
I can, with Ralph's permission, I promise that I can remove this aspect of the arm and the rest of it will remain intact. Promise. Then we can leave it somewhere that the hunters can find it. Because it won't be interfacing with the extra amber and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I can bring that up to the Tron, to the big Tronic Amber. Plug it into the orb. I, I think this is a firm point for Reuven that they're okay with borrowing this person's arm. They do not want to mess with it. And just to focus on something I'm a little worried about, we should probably be quick and low profile as we can possibly be. Mm-hmm. We are in a city that loves Hakon. Right. Yep. If his folks start asking about us, there's going to be any number of people totally willing to sell us out. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we... Which is why I think giving him his arm back is a good idea. Yeah. Because then we don't have it. They can find it. He is no longer missing an arm. And if he complains about the compass part, we'll bring that back. Oh, when you said beacon, I thought you meant the locator aspect. No, we're talking about not the, the magnetic stellar resonance aspect. Or is that like it's not a compass. Arm? I was saying like okay. a compass. Mm-hmm. Um, like think of it like a compass and, you know, orienting a magnetic field. Mm-hmm. Right. OK, you want to reproduce its stellar orientation or just remove the whole thing, whichever is easier, because okay. I have mm-hmm. for for me. And this is a little yeah. meta knowledge, but I have um, crafter's eye as one of my ciphers. Mm-hmm. It oh, yeah. automatically automatically su- succeeds on any one crafting subtask whose level is equal to or less than cypher's level so what's the level five oh, okay right gotcha. cyber arm might be higher than that but you know this there's... is a complicated piece of numenera right but um i think it was i said it was difficulty six when ruben was trying to understand it mm-hmm. so yeah interacting with the arm is difficulty six um it's much easier to take that out if you wanted to replicate how that functions is difficulty seven right like you've never made anything like this. Yeah, before. I don't have any plans. Right. Yeah. So you don't have any plans specifically how to do that if you did. Um, however, you do have an asset because Reuven has understood how this arm works and has spent a whole work day going over it. Mm-hmm. If Reuven didn't have such um, such detailed knowledge, it, you know, it'd be a lot harder. Right. So, yeah, you got two options, right? You cannot take out how the arm orients. You can't do that, but you can replicate it. Okay. I like that. So it would be a difficulty six. Could you spend an effort on it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With it, this is definitely and not one the of the few work. roles yeah. where you can't spin effort. So. Yep. Now the question. Oh no! You can you can effectively lower the task for the sake of the cipher. Okay. Because that's what I was when, yeah, when you're spending effort, it's the effective difficulty, not the the difficulty beforehand. Sure. Uh, the only question then is in the case of creating something to replicate that, am I going to have to dig up some IO? Ooh, uh, do you have an option? Um, <clears throat> so in order to get it to function, you need a piece of tronic amber. Check. Yeah, you already do it. You, you already do it, right? So if you want to give back the tronic amber, because it is a valuable thing. Right, you, you know it is valuable and stuff like that, right? You can steal Hakon's Atronic Amber and use that, or you can put that back in the arm and you can use the 
big thing that Vet has, and as we already established, you can chip stuff off. We established that that both Reuven and Faye were certain that they could safely chip stuff off if they had time, right? Shortly, it would cause a problem because it's energetic, mm-hmm. so you could, you know, hurt yourself. But um, you can get a sufficient amount off it if you if you do it slowly and safely. Um, uh, you can, let's see, it, it's not, because you already have Tronic Amber, it's not going to cost you Iodum in order to power it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in creating the device, um, you can cobble together some ciphers and make it work temporarily. Sure. This thing is effectively an artifact. If we can get meta mm-hmm. again, right? Like, you know, artifact ciphers. This, this is an artifact. The arm is an artifact. Right. So you can get a cipher that you can turn on and it'll function for a certain length of time. Mm-hmm. Or you can somehow get an artifact to function that way. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm fine with a uh, temperamental cipher, actually, quite literally, uh, if we want to use that um, yeah, idea. Yeah, totally okay with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that seems sufficient. So yeah, okay. as, as long as you succeed on that task, you will then let's say create plans for yourself to produce a temperamental cipher that you can power with tronic amber and replicate the magnetic resonance of the arm gotcha yeah because yeah that was i was like i don't want to dump a bunch of io into like a short-term yeah. story thing right especially yeah, since i, I know we plan to, to go that. farther right yes exactly yeah i, I, I wouldn't like want it. you to do that yep yeah so i think that's something that you know, to condense all that down into the in-character discussion of mm-hmm. Faye going, let me just pull the thing out, and Reuben putting their foot down saying no. It's like, yeah. okay, fine, I think I can figure something out if you can convince Vet to give up the Tronic Amber that she's got. <laughs> Will I get it back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to use all of it? No, no, no. It's literally, it's just a little power switch. We just plug it up. That's fine. Because, yeah, it's worth honestly, a lot. I don't, know, I, know. I don't know how I'm gonna sell this. To be fair, <laughs> I yeah. don't have contacts that can buy this, that can afford it. <laughs> I have a lot of uses for it that I may barter later with you about. Um, That's okay. Yeah, for right now, yeah. Because I've got a lot of like he pulls like the the straight up, you know guy on the street pulls the his his coat open it's like look at all these plans oh yeah i have this thing called a surgeon sphere do you know how useful that is <laughs> do you i'm looking for somebody who can confirm that for me i don't i don't know how useful no. it is <laughs> i've never met a surgeon so i don't know it just, it occurred to me that's the name Um, well, yeah, that's that that goes a very long distance to assuaging Ruben's sort of having felt like backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Like, I definitely I don't want to hold this arm. No. I want no. to. I want to ditch it so someone can find it. And yeah. Yeah. We're going to put the amber back in it and put it in a conspicuous place. Mm, cool. And hope that that satisfies them. I mean, those people are in the city at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know yeah. it's here. You're so right. They'll find it. Mm-hmm. I'd say that, you know, you didn't. they didn't happen upon you. There was plenty of right. a delay. You went and looked at the arm. Once you figured out how it worked, yeah, you turned off the beacon. They don't know exactly where you are. 
So. Okay, so what do I need to roll? I guess it's probably going to be a straight up uh, crafting Numenera roll. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, it was difficulty seven, right? Yep. But you got an asset because okay. Reuven knew everything about the arm and how it functioned Ooh. and spent mm -hmm. time. I would like to assume telling you that in oh, some yeah, detail. Sure. Is that okay? Cool. Um, I yeah, they're they're absolutely like. Because they don't know the crafting side, but they can tell you everything about how it works. So they're mm -hmm. just like, "All right, what do you what do you need to know?" I will info <laughs> dump everything at you while you're working. Right. Awesome. Um, I have a either box of crafting tools or a box of light mm -hmm. tools, whichever you would prefer me to use. Um, mm -hmm. which is also an asset, I believe. Yes. That's um, right. because I have tool aficionado. If a tool provides an asset to a non-combat task, you gain one mm -hmm. additional asset when using it um, oh awesome oh the uh, the first part of that and i've forgotten this entire time if a tool yeah. enables a enables non-combat task but doesn't provide an asset i gain an asset anyways <laughs> i was like oh, oh awesome right. yeah. i'm supposed to be pulling these tools out yeah all the time yeah okay. yeah totally mm -hmm. so that bumps it from seven asset from four. ruben makes it to six uh mm -hmm. then four right okay yep. that's right because assets stack so and then you've got training and shit I am mm -hmm. specialized. So it's a two. Mm -hmm. Yep. God damn. <laughs> Do it. You guys spend that effort and make it make it automatic. I, I, well, yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm not even actually um, before I do anything mm -hmm. uh, because we have spent the night. So I yes. am going to yes, rest you, and do recovery. Do you get all your pull back when you sleep. No? no, you get any of the recovery rolls you haven't used. And then when do those reset? Those reset after you sleep. So the 10 hour one, the last one, you get all of them back. So say this. So you haven't rolled any of your recovery rolls during the day. If you choose to sleep, you get to roll all of your recovery rolls at once. Okay. And then as soon as you wake up, you have four recovery rolls again. So However, you have to roll two. If, yes, if you have two remaining. However, if you spent three during the day and then you sleep, you roll one and you get four back. All right. But that, yeah, that does bring me back up. I think I'm good. Yep. yep. There we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Also, just clicking the recovery button, I didn't hadn't realize what it was doing. Will automatically mm -hmm. use your most uh, your your current available one, so it'll default to the one action. Next time you click it, it'll do ten minutes, et cetera, et cetera. So, awesome. like, yeah, I was hoping that when I went to the ten hours, it would roll all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. it just did that ten hours one. Yep. Uh, oh, I guess it doesn't automatically. So you do have to. You have move to it click over. on it each time. Yeah, you got to click yeah. it each time. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so with uh, difficulty four, specialized reduces it down to two. I then yep. spend two effort uh, cool. to make it zero, which yep. means I that's a cost of normally five. I have two edge, so it's a cost of three. So hell yeah, yep, that's right. So I don't I'll remind have to you use again. My glasses. <laughs> that's right. You're the best at this. Come on, Al. You're right. Of course, you're going to get this. Um, so uh, and also, if I can just briefly state this is one of the cool things i think about cypher system if you didn't have all that stuff this would be an impossible task for someone yeah. without training pretty goddamn hard yeah right right like imagine if you didn't have um you you didn't have tools right somehow you were hindered you were confused about numenera or something like that you couldn't possibly do this yet you can have somebody who's skilled and is prepared and can work really hard and they can do it automatically and i think that you, the fact that there is that um gradient you can observe and that you can moderate you can modulate on the fly 
mm-hmm. is a really fun thing about the system. So, and another thing I wanted to point out, uh, I was happy when Chris enthusiastically said that choosing to roll is a win-win because mm-hmm. you could have something interesting happen with the GM intrusion if you get a one, even if you're going to automatically see, or you can get a 19 or 20 if you want to try for a major or minor effect. It's entirely up to you. You don't have to do it though, Drew. Just oh, yeah, pointing no. it out. You yeah, for this one, I'm just going to, and especially yeah. we're, we're right here at the end, I, I like the idea of like sitting down for, how long would it take? Probably, probably the day. To make it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering you haven't done it before. Yeah. This is a complicated piece of Numenera. It's going to take you a while. Yeah. Yep. Um, is somebody else handling? Well, no, because I need the arm there. So, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I was going right. to say, while we're doing this, is somebody returning the arm? But no, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Does a, does a little side by side test to the yeah. arm and, <laughs> and this basically conglomeration of gizmos on top of a big orbitronic amber. It's like, do they point in the same direction? Well, if you turn it on, right, you kind of like activate that function. Mm-hmm. Um, good boy's ears perk up. And he walks over to it. And he sniffs it. And he says, I'm like arm. Yep. So we can give the arm back. No steel arm. Mm, we stole. You stole the arm. So we're going to give the arm back. And this is yours while we look for Elkana. Well, I got to hang on to it, though, because I'm the only one who knows how to work it. He looks at you kind of confused. He, then he looks at Reuven. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Faye looks to Reuven. He steal arm? No. We got to give it up. We got to give it back. Hum is new arm. Hum is, is new help. arm? Hum no arm. Mm. Better. Is better help. Hum help? Hum help. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Here. And pulls out the little tronic amber out of the arm. Uh-huh. Small help. Holds up the big sphere of tronic amber. Big help. Big help. Big help. <laughs> Faye is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank God Blaze isn't here to see me right now. <laughs> Somewhere Blaze is watching disappointed. <laughs> the dog wags his tail and sits down. Cool. Uh, can I sort of reverse sneak this arm into like the bar we were in last night and just leave it at a table. Oh, you want to leave it in Jack's Haven? I All want right. to leave it somewhere where it will be found by people who know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um or alternately, would... actually, uh-huh. When we leave. Well no, then it would be in our room. I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean we've been seen with a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Phrase it as a trick. Yeah. Is that the trick is we're going to leave this here uh-huh. and someone very shortly after is going to want to come find it. And the trick is we're not going to get caught with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you turn the beacon back right. on? Yeah. 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 Are you going to say that to people as the trick or are you saying that within the group? 
Oh, I think the group. that's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was going to just like go, I guess, like have breakfast or whatever at the table. And then as we leave, the arm is left there and we're gone. Oh, okay. we're not going to get killed. <laughs> um, you leave it in the, well, I was going to say, you leave it in like the umbrella stand, but there's no, we're underground <laughs> and there's no dust. So that's right. Because yeah, I have I'm trained in <laughs> trickery and in sneaking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Um Oh, you know, they have a beacon. We can hide it somewhere in the bar. We don't yeah. have to leave it where the jacks could find it. We can leave it for exactly the constables right. to come find it. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I figured um, the jacks would recognize it. They all know Hakon. So you're just gonna put it somewhere where people can't see it? My concern is that if the jacks don't know it's there, they could get in trouble or hurt. It's a possibility. And so, like, yeah. I feel like Akon's like arm appearing the at the dinner table. Like, literally leaving it with the bartender. Like, can can you hold on to this until someone comes? They will be the rightful owners. You want to just hand it to the bartender? That's what Reuven would do, right? So that's a... for for Faye, his his whole thing is I don't get to keep the arm, I don't get to pull it apart. Let's just leave it for Hakon. Reuven does say, whatever we do, you have to say, I hope you'll give me a hand with something. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to say that as you hand it over to the bartender. Okay. I will do this thing. <laughs> I got an arm full of problems. Can you give me a hand? Hide it in the armor stand. <laughs> no, I'll tell you one better. You look off to the side. That's an ornate wood armoire. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's good. I laughed. That's all that matters. Okay. All right. Um, So, yes, any of that stuff works. You have a choice of if you want to hide it in a place, but you, yes, I I agree. They would probably result in some problems because the Jacks would be excited. People come in, you know how they work. They're not going to be like, yes, it's there. They're going to be like, no, there's going to be a lying. There's a problem. You don't want to cause that, right? Right. Um, They also recognize Hakon's constables, so it's going to be a weird interaction probably. Right. Um, uh, if you leave it with the bartender, Borch would be like, "How did you get this arm?" Because Borch would recognize it as Hakon. Right. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. Yeah, Borch, Borch, would, Borch would recognize it. So we're gonna be completely it? honest. The dog took it. Oh, the constables will tell you the dog took it. That's a good trick. Did they know anything about you? They may have <laughs> seen us. <clears throat> We're just trying to help the dog. Be aware of the questions you're starting to ask. You may not like the answers. Retinum? No, no, he's got a point. (laughs) I I, I learned the ways of this one last night. Yeah. Uh, He says, well, um, I was going to obligate uh, you all to share in the burden of running this place today because your tricks were the best. But uh, I can see that would be bad for everyone involved. 
So um, we will have to regretfully decline that honor. Sometime in the then, future, we come back with better tricks. Mayhap we will earn it again. Mm -hmm. How about this? And about we're even learning something. <laughs> yeah, he points at you and he says, um, "We're going to do a trick here that uh, uh, might impress you." And he looks at the bar, or he looks at everyone there, and it's early in the morning, so there's not as many people there. There's like ten or fifteen, right? So scattered. So, um, he says, "Jax," and they all turn. It's less unified than it was mm -hmm. before, which might give you the impression that there's some kind of drinking and people sure. are organized and evening thing. Anyway, they say yes. He says, we haven't seen these fellas. <laughs> and they say, we haven't seen these fellas. <laughs> Excellent. Borch reaches out the fist bump, Blaze. Takes a moment for Blaze to realize what's going on. And then... <laughs> Is this a challenge? No. Slow motion punch? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, like, just sort of holds his fist up. Halfway, yeah. Yeah. And he taps you in anime style. You know, instead of the <laughs> what I'm used to. Right, he does that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, you're all able to leave the bar with um, Fortune possession of the arm. You're reasonably certain that these this small number of jacks early in the morning eating breakfast or whatever is going to have relatively little trouble um, disguising them having seen you. And it's the morning, so you got the 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 resonance device you created. Mm -hmm. Arms no longer in your company. Dog seems happy. And um, should I assume that you're on your way to see Gus? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean, uh, you can do other things, too. So Probably next week, though. Yeah, Maybe. totally, totally. Um, I <laughs> was going to offer, I can describe what you see first. Or yeah. you can wait till next week. Please, yeah. there's a question like, why are we going to see Gus? Backstory. He was one of the miners. He had a big gray dog. When I was asking about Okana, they mentioned him. You got to follow the coincidences, Blaze. But yes, we found Gus carved into the wall. Here is Gus. We have, to, we have to talk to him. You're not going to find plot twists by walking in a straight line, my friend. I <laughs> know. Oh, Don't underestimate him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, they told you where Gus's cataract is. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't take you long to get there, but it's on the outskirts of the platform. Um, and when you walk up in the morning, you see some guy looking at uh, what looks like kind of like a fake, like early morning sunscape off in the distance. Somebody is like mounting it. Um, and he is staring at and over um, a cataract. There's a plaque on it. And it shows um, like a an image kind of like a gif, like a short image or like a live photo of some young boy in a cage getting tossed over a waterfall. Okay. So um, 
and by young, but he's like a teenager, right? So I don't mean like somebody who's eight, right? It's like mm-hmm. 17. You can, it seems like in the age in the photo, right? He might've been a little, he might be in his early twenties and he's just very youthful appearing, right? Or he could be younger and looks older, but he looks like, you know, he's late teens. Uh, and, uh, you see this guy kind of like sitting on a, <clears throat> a pedestal there. Um, there's a resemblance, um, and he's tossing in his hand, uh, a translucent sphere and it's it's um it's filled with dust white dust hmm perhaps ashes yep could be that's what you see so, yeah we 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 can pause there like. yeah excellent wonderful all right uh session 2 that was tons of fun y'all are hilarious Thank you for entertaining me. Um, and I hope everyone out there, you were as equally entertained as I was. So many shenanigans and hijinks. Got a talking dog. We got all kinds of fantasy and, and novel stuff going on. We'll see how the story progresses and what other things uh, you all suggest and directions for this plot to develop. Uh, like so, that, like, go ahead. Like the fact that Good Boy is a Neon Priest. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Holding uh, tight again, to this, <laughs> as established by the one trained and knowledgeable about the Aeon Priest, mm-hmm. who figured out how the arm and dogs and dogs exactly both and, dogs and the most about both of those things. <laughs> it's the only thing they know. <laughs> we got rid of their name. Aeon <laughs> Priest, just priests and dogs. <laughs> No. Uh, it's fantastic. <clears throat> so, um, thank you all for watching. Thank, thanks again, Patreon supporters. Um, <clears throat> Rep and Cypher System, Monica Games. Any, um, any last words? That's no? it. All right. Catch Stay curious, folks. Catch you next time. Bye.